the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show on 101.9 Hi FM. Thank you for choosing Hi Kids on Hi FM. My name is Michelle Fan and I'm 10 years old and I'll be hosting for you today. This is Hi Kids for Kids for Kids. Coming up on Hi Kids today, I'll be interviewing Janine Gusen. She is from Birdlife. So stay tuned to 101.9 Hi FM to learn more about protecting our bird life. Get ready for a very interesting show on Hi Kids today. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Michelle Fine and I'm your host for today. Good afternoon, Janine. Hi, Michelle, and thank you for inviting us to be on yeah, your show. Thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. All right, let's start with the questions. What is BirdLife? Okay, BirdLife South Africa is a non-profit organization. Um, we're involved with the conservation of wild birds and their habitats in South Africa. Mm. What is your favorite bird? Um, my favorite bird is not one of the very big ones. It's a tiny little bird called a white eye. Never heard of it. <laughs> By the sounds of it, does it have a white eye? It's got a little white ring around its eye, um, and that's why it's called a white eye. Why did you want to work with birds? Um, I love nature, and I especially enjoy watching birds and the, the things they get up to. And birds are awesome because they can fly. Oh. When was BirdLife established? BirdLife was established in 1909. Mm, that was a long time a ago. A long, long time ago. Um, they've gone through a lot of different name changes, and in about the 1990s, they became BirdLife South Africa. Oh, what was it originally? Um, originally, it was um, the Ornithological Society of Birds. Yeah. Why was it established? Um, people wanted to learn more about birds and um, how to look after them, how to save their habitats and, you know, to stop birds from being uh, becoming extinct. Um, how can people get more information about bird life? Um, we've got a fantastic website. Um, if you type in bird life, you'll go to our website. We've also got a fantastic pa- Facebook mm-hmm. page. It tells you all about who we are, what we're doing, our latest projects and things like that. Does it also show you, like, some of the birds you have or something? Yes, it does. It, um, there's a lot of lovely photographs of all mm. the beautiful birds that we've got in South Africa with all their different colors and mm. what is happening with them. How can we attract more birds into our gardens? Um, you can put out wild bird seed mm. and fresh fruit and water. Birds love that. And then also if you plant indigenous plants and trees in your garden, that will attract the birds to your garden. Yeah, so when I was practicing at my auntie's office, she, um, her boss came in and he said, I, I love birds and I've got like these big things and I feed them like wild seeds and stuff. Yes, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah. What do you think is the cleverest bird? Um, the cleverest bird that we know of is the crow. Um, and then also um, the southern ground hornbill. Um, how, just, how are they clever? Like? Um, what they, they do? They're able to, to solve intricate puzzles and, and things like that. So if you put some food in a certain place and they've got to work through a puzzle or something like that to get to the food, they do figure it out. 
I don't know which bird it is, but don't one of the like the birds like shiny things or something? Um, there are a couple of birds that like shiny things. Ostriches like shiny things. Um, there's ravens that like shiny things. Oh, yes, it was that one that I was thinking. <laughs> yes. What is the national bird of South Africa? That would be the blue crane. Is a blue. <laughs> um, it's like a a, um, a grayish blue color. It's mm-hmm. quite a tall bird. Um, Walks around in the fields mm. and, and they really are really pretty. What does it mean when the birds have those little rings on their legs? Okay, those little birds have been ringed and um, they're part of a, a scientific study. Um, there's a lot of people that go out and you have to have a special license to do that and special mm-hmm. equipment. And um, you catch the birds very gently. You look after them, whatever. Um, you don't hold them in your hands too long. You put a ring on their leg, you weigh them, you measure them. And you let them go. And mm. all that information is sent through to um, Safring. And they've mm. got a huge database. And each bird that gets that ring, that is their ring number for life. And we can track their movements, um, how long they live, and all kinds of things so like that. So why would you want to track like their things and have a ring? Um, birds, birds tell us a lot about what's going on on uh. the land. And um, we can track some birds fly from here to Europe. Mm. And they do it in about a week. And That's like quick for a bird very, and they're tiny. Yes. Um, a tiny little bird um, weighs eight grams and he flies from here to Europe. That, that, that's very lot. Very lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, you know. Why do birds fly into closed windows? Um, very often they don't see the glass. And um, they'll fly into the window. Doesn't that hurt them? Yep, it does. Um, some of them will get quite badly damaged, and some of them might break their necks and die. Um, that doesn't sound too it good. It doesn't sound good. So the best thing to do to stop birds from flying into your windows is to hang a decal or something on your window. Um, to a perhaps what? A decal. It's like a, a, a little thing that you put on your window. Like a, like a sticker. Like a sticker on the window. My Boba has those on her or window. Or hang little bits of glass or something or have mm. blinds because that breaks yeah. the, the, the window up a little bit. How can people safely remove birds from their gutters and roofs? Um, okay, if the if birds... If they get stuck. <laughs> if they're getting stuck in your gutters and roofs. Um, birds are normally quite clever, so they won't go into places where they can't get out. But if you've got a bird that's nesting um, in your gutter, wait till the chicks are out of the nest, and then you can just take the whole nest right out of the gutter. How many different species of birds are there in South Africa? We've got a lot. Um, Roughly 180 different species. Wow, that's a lot. (laughs) I think South Africa has got the most different species Uh, in the world. Well, that's nice. (laughs) Are there any programs for kids who want to get involved with bird life? Um, there's a lot of bird clubs, and they mm. have uh, um, youth branches where you can get involved. Mm. Um, you can also get hold of somebody who's an older birder, and they can show you the ropes and take you out birding and so yeah. on. Yeah. Do you think it's bad to keep birds as pets? Um, I think it's rather sad. Um, birds are meant to fly. They've got wings. They've got the bone structure. And to keep them in a tiny little place, mm, it's not so good. What about the parrots? Because they're like the most common pets, um, like bird pets. If, even parrots need to fly, and they need to be with others of their own species. Uh, so like what if you have two parrots? 
That's <laughs> awesome. I actually have a friend who's got a macaw, which is a very big parrot, and he's got the run of her house and her garden, <laughs> and he bullies the dogs and everything. So, you know, if you're taking care of your, your bird and you're giving then him enough. Then he can enough, be happy. Yes, yes. All right. On that note, let's take a quick song break, and we will be back soon. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Michelle Fine and you are still listening to the Hi Kids show on 101.9 High FM. Now let's carry on with the questions. Do you have any pets? Yes, I do. I've got a border collie. Um, is that a dog? Yes, it is. Okay. Those black and white ones. And um, her name is Kyra. And then I've got a horse. A horse? Yes, a horse. I'm guessing you live on a farm. Nope, I don't. Oh. <laughs> How does that happen, though? Um, he stays out at the stables close by. Oh, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> what, just wondering if, yeah. Um, do you have to study to become a bird specialist? Um, yes, you do. Um, there's a lot of different programs you can um, go on and, and study. Mm-hmm. Oh, and are chickens also birds because they can hardly fly? Yes, chickens are also birds. Um, they lay eggs and they've got feathers. What is a bird expert called? Um, a bird expert's called an ornithologist. Good word. <laughs> it's a very difficult one. You've got to think before you say it. I forgot it. <laughs> Ornithologist. Ornithologist. Yay. Go. Are there any species of birds in South Africa that are going extinct? Sadly, yes. Um, our vultures are facing big threat. I didn't even know that we had vultures. Yep, we've got quite a couple of different types of vultures. Isn't the blue crane also... No. Oh, I thought, no. I thought it was. No, he's not a vulture. Um, no. We've got 130 species who are threatened and 13 are critically endangered. Oh. So, very sad state of affairs. Yeah. What types, what type of programs are there to protect birds? Um, there's a lot of different ones. Um, there's the ground hornbill program, which protect, protects the ground hornbills. And, um, there's sort of in the name. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Then there's other that protect the habitats of the birds. And, um, like there's the white winged fluff tail, uh, um, uh, project that specifically targets the white winged fluff tail. So there's quite a couple couple of of projects out there that people can get involved with and so on. If I find a baby bird or injured bird in my garden, what should I do with it? Um, that depends on the little bird. Um, if it's got no feathers on, try and look for the nest and put it back. Um, if it's got a bit more feathers on it um, and it seems like it can fly, you can leave it you know, on a branch in the tree and the parents will com- probably come back and, and feed it. But there's some, some groups out there that you can phone mm. and they can come pick the bird up and look uh, after it. Is there a difference between bird watching and being a bird ringer? Yes, um, bird watching, you just go out with your book and your binoculars and you go out into the felt or even in your garden and just watch the birds. Um, bird ringers, like I said, um, you've got to um, train mm-hmm. and um, you've got to get your ringing license and your equipment. And once you've got your license and it's been approved by SAFRING, mm-hmm. you can go out and ring birds. 
What's the best thing about bird watching? I think just being out in the field and in the quiet and watching what birds do and things uh, like that. How do parrots why do parrots learn to speak but not other birds? It's a very interesting question. Parrots have got a, a much more complex um, vocal box. So they can make more sounds and uh-huh. they can also mimic sounds. Mm. They don't necessarily so do understand like to, what uh, they what they're saying, but they can copy what they hear. So do you have to like train them to like speak? Yes. Um, you've got to repeat the sound to them sort of over and over and over again and then they, they, they click what it is. So like if if the bird's name is Bob and then you keep saying Bob Will the parrot say Bob? Yes, he will. (laughs) (laughs) What are some of the more dangerous birds? Um, Generally speaking, birds aren't dangerous to us. Um, Even if they're big eagles and whatever, they're not really dangerous to people. they can eat you. Nope. (laughs) They would rather eat um, seeds or berries or Um. rats or mice or things like that. Is it true that birds of prey can pick up and eat small pets, like puppies? Um, I suppose they can, but there's very few instances where that's actually happened. You mm-hmm. know, so And you don't really get those big birds of prey in the suburbs. Uh, are owls the only nocturnal, nocturnal birds? Um, no, you get uh, birds that are called night jars. And then you also get your... It's sort of in the name. <laughs> yes, a night jar, yes. Um, awesome little birds, and mm-hmm. um, their feathers are also very soft like an owl's feathers, oh. so they don't make a sound when they fly. Mm-hmm. And then you get your thick knees, which run around at night, and they've got a very sharp, high-pitched voice that you can hear at night. <laughs> Why do birds start chirping in the very early morning? I think they're excited to be awake. But um, what they normally do is birds can mark their territory with their singing. And then they also call their their mates and their friends, you know, Mm -hmm. and make contact like that. So can parrots remember their names since they remember other sounds? Um, Yes. Yes, they can. Do you ever come across people who are scared of birds? You do get people who are scared of birds for I don't know, some reason or the other, some um, are, are, are scared of their feathers or mm-hmm. scared of the sounds or think that birds can get tangled in oh. their hair or something like that. But you do get people who are scared of them. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been interviewed by a kid? No, this is the first time and it's awesome. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> if you could describe yourself in three words, what would they be and why? Excited about life. <laughs> One, two, three. Yay! <laughs> that is three yeah. words. Yeah. If you have any more, you can just, yeah. Um, who are your role models? All role models. Um, my mom was a huge mm. role model for me. She was an incredibly strong woman mm. and she was unafraid of anything. And then my daughter, because mm. she's very, very brave. Well. If you could ask them one question that you haven't asked them a question before or you were too scared to, what would it be? Sure, that's a difficult one. I don't know. We talked so much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are you happy? (laughs) Yeah. 
I think that's what everybody wants is to be happy. So yeah. are you happy, really and truly? Before we go to, for an ad break, I welcome you to the High Foodie Club. Today we will be talking about cakes. When last did you have a cake? And when next will you have a cake? Did you know that January the 27th is National Chocolate Cake Day? I like chocolate cake. (laughs) But that does not have to be the only cake day because it is also a tradition to have a cake on your birthday and in other celebrations that you might have. Today on the Chai Foodie Club, I would like to wish my mom, Debbie Fine, a big happy birthday for tomorrow. I'll be eating delicious cake tomorrow. That is all I have for you on the Chai Foodie Club today, kids. But you can SMS me on 34519 or Telegram on 061-895-1019 if you have any w- birthday wishes for your friends and family or what your favorite flavor of cake is. You're listening to Chai Kids on 101.9 High FM. This has been Chai Kids for Kids Backwards. My name is Michelle Van and I'm 10 years old. Thank you to my guest Janine Goosen for coming on Chai Kids. And thank you to my producer Senna and DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another Chai Kids show only on 101.9 Chai FM. Goodbye kids. <laughs>